Good morning. It's April 4th. It is a bright and promising morning in New York, at least weather-wise, as things are warming up. And this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. There are two big elections today, the Wisconsin Supreme Court election, which will determine whether Republicans are able to maintain their artificial stranglehold on all aspects of politics in Wisconsin, and the Chicago mayoral race, which will determine to what extent white centrists are willing to vote for any old clown in the name of law and order and for the sake of keeping a black candidate who identifies as progressive out of power. NASA introduced the four-member crew of its planned Artemis II mission, which is supposed to go, well, not to the moon, but toward the moon and around the moon and come back in preparation for a future mission that would return to the moon. Very exciting here at the beginning of my sixth decade of life to see the American space program returning to where it was before I was born. Also, they're planning to bring a Canadian along. Although, again, they're not going to put the Canadian on the moon. Along with the sunshine and the blossoms and the excited twittering of House Sparrows, Manhattan today has former President Donald Trump in it, as it is finally time for his arraignment on the still-sealed charges that a grand jury recommended to Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Cable News, eager to recapture the excitement of 2015 and 2016, when Trump provided them with endless opportunities for pointless but stimulating round-the-clock live coverage, went all out on Trump's trip to New York yesterday, including CNN sending a boat out to film his plane coming in at LaGuardia Airport. If nothing else, this seems to have finally embarrassed the New York Times into backing down a little. So today's paper is down to only one column of front page coverage of the not yet news story. In Trump return, New York awaits historic moment. Emphasis on awaits. Although the paper did manage, like, like a child eagerly shaking a box under the tree on Christmas Eve, to put eight different supplemental reporting credits on the one story. Also, after the jump, there is Police don't expect repeat of January 6th, but they're alert. Three bylines on that one. With the extra space freed up by that restraint, the front page had room for millions at risk of soon losing their Medicaid. Pandemic shield to end with an unwinding. In which, three days after the deadline took effect, the Times explains that the federal government has estimated that about 15 million people will lose coverage in the coming months, including nearly 7 million people who are expected to be dropped from the rolls, even though they are still eligible. You have to take the jump and make your way to the 22nd paragraph of the story to find out why it is that 15 million people are going to lose their coverage. And the answer is that they would have lost their coverage in May under the Biden administration's plan to call an end to the coronavirus pandemic emergency. But the Democratic Congress in December stepped up and shortened the deadline to April 1st. As one more piece of the successful pandemic safety net gets cut away to hurry us back to the status quo. Got to get the country back to normal. And normal is you don't get health coverage. That's the news. Thank you for listening to the Indignity Morning Podcast. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going. And we will talk again tomorrow.